Hey guys, what is up? Reborn podcast. This is one that necess- that wasn't necessarily on the schedule. And I felt the need. I just sometimes I have stuff on my heart that I I kind of want to share with the listeners of Reborn and I just kind of wanted to come in here and rip it. I have a my co-host today is Blue, which Hello on, everybody. On, in the year of a uh, 2022, we're going to give you a new name. I don't I don't know if I want a new name. Just so you guys know, Blue's real name is not Blue. Yeah. If you could pick any other name besides your actual real name, like what do you have like a, like, you know, no. do you have like a, a call sign or what is your, what not, is your not name? Not really. No, everybody just calls me Scoot. Scoot? Like Scoot, scooter? Like a scooter. Yeah. But just Scoot. But I like, I like blue because blue's like, not associated with anything. It's just BLU. And it's it's got the famous saying, you're my boy, Blue. Yeah, so that's where his name originated from. Do we, have we talked about this on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I think we did. I I, that, was a while, that was a while ago. Because, uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, that's kind of his, uh, he, you know, if, if you followed me for some time and you're just like, you know, Blue definitely like lays low in the social media world, not really about it. You know, he's... For now. For now, yeah. Um, he has actually, we, if I can share like a win this week, we got out a lot oh. of my old vlogging stuff and we purchased some more equipment and we've started vlogging. Um, and he has had a little bit of time off that he has began to kind of like learn how, I was really impressed with your video that I saw last night. Oh, thank you. Um, it's <laughs> it's fun um the the editing pieces is, is pretty fun it's what's i think what is cool is like seeing a product like in pieces and then like putting it all together to create something that's like, to like tell a story well to tell a story but i like it when like i have like a good song and then i can make mm. like cool movements like happen with the song like everything just flows together mm. i can like really appreciate that and I, I find myself um, something I don't normally do, n- haven't done before mm-hmm. was um, watching YouTubers and watching how people create content. I used to think it was kind of dumb whenever, you know, like the boys <laughs> would be sitting there watching like right. somebody vlogging about the day. Now I like watch other people to gain inspiration from mm-hmm. them and be like, wow, that was like a really cool transition or that was a really cool like camera angle. And, so things that maybe some people don't look at when they look at the the videos and whatnot, but I'm starting to take interest in it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of talked him into helping me out. I was like, you know, uh, we have the podcast, we have the social media platforms. And like one thing that I just really felt was an opportunity that I could share a little bit more in different aspects of my life and our life is through vlogging. So the vlogging part of what I'm, I'm hoping to achieve is to give the listeners and the viewers a, just a different kind of viewpoint of my life. And I can share a little bit more intimately uh, some of the business uh, things that I've gone through, that I've been yeah, through. Wins and losses that, yeah. that a lot of people don't see. Right everything that you've done and especially the loss side, you know, it's kind of, you know, just brushed under the rug because we got to continue to win. Right. We got to continue to turn that loss into a win. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think this gives an opportunity for you to show people that side of you, Mm -hmm. the whole, the whole thing, not Mm -hmm. just, you know, the, 
the the nice, the beautiful pictures on Instagram and the, the cool reels, but like real life yeah. as it is. Yeah. So that's definitely a, a win this week. Um, an ongoing loss that I, I, it's, it's the roof at American brew. And the reason why I bring that up is because we've just called like five different roofing companies to come out and to try to like fix our roof and just to make a long story short. And then I want to get to like what I was really getting on here to, yeah, to talk to you guys about right now, but yeah, it's okay. is, uh, I had hired a roofing company over a year ago to do the roof at American brew, uh, to do the, a metal roof at the, at American brew. And, um, dude, he just like did a piss poor job ended up skipping out of town. He kept asking for more money. Uh, the lift that he had rented for the brew to do the roof, like he ended up, like he didn't even pay for it. So the company was like asking me about the lift. Anyways, long story short, I just got super screwed on the roof. I paid him half and now I'm trying to find somebody to clean up his mess. Um, so, but what I wanted to share with you guys today is listen, this is going to be a, a shorter podcast and I hope that this can be um, just like a little golden nugget that you can take with you uh, along your day and your week. And that is um, it, the critics in your life uh, that you have faced. And people don't know this about me, but in the very beginning, whenever I started my journey going down the uh just the, the, in the fitness world and wanting to be a personal trainer and wanting to branch out independently on my own. I, I had so many critics and the thing that hurts about the critics, especially when you're first starting out is a lot of the critics are, uh, people who are closest to you, or it tends to be, they tend to be the loudest critics because they are supposed to be the people who should genuinely care for you. Um, no matter what goals or aspirations that you have. And in the very beginning, and I'm just going to be really honest about this. And in, in the very beginning, when I first started, my mom was my biggest critic. In fact, I, I don't know if my mom and I spoke for almost, almost a year. Um, and I think that, you know, when you think about the critics uh, that are in your life or that come about it, you know, there's two reasons. One, if it's a, it's a family member, uh, they they probably just don't want to see see you fail and they don't get want, hurt. They don't want to see you get hurt. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're looking out for you. I'm sure your mom meant it, uh, the kindness of her heart and the, and the lovingness out of her heart. Right. But at the same time, she was she was scared for you. Yeah, they can't see the dreams and and they can't see like in your mind how bad that you want something, and um. You know, critics to especially your friends and, and those of you who are on a, a new health and fitness journey, or maybe as you go into the new year and, and you're wanting to uh, start a new health and fitness journey and change your lifestyle. The critics that you have, uh, they they have probably have been there. And you see the people who, you know, they give you such a hard time and, and you start uh, setting these goals for yourself. And maybe you are well into your path and your journey of, um, of creating, uh, of getting closer to your goals. 
And, you know, people will say, and the critics will say like, oh, like I couldn't do it. Like why, like why should he or she be able to do it? Like I failed. It was hard for me. You know, oh, come on. You can just like go have pizza with us or you can uh, cheat yeah, on your it's diet. Super, it's super easy to bring other people down to your yeah. level. People instead of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially people who are operating and trying to conduct things at a higher level than you. They don't, they, that makes them feel uncomfortable. That makes them feel insecure about themselves. Yeah. Rather than, you know, supporting you and, and egging you on to, you know, do good things, continue with your diet and continue um, making those good choices. It's just, it's the easy button for most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, and they, and they, you know, they, they, they see you trying to achieve something and you weren't, you know, and they weren't able to do it. And they think that like, oh, well, you know, I couldn't do it. So like, why could this person do it? Today's episode is brought to you by manscaped.com. Christmas came early, fellas. I just received the new performance package by Manscaped. And if you needed a little gift idea for the holidays this year, be sure to put Manscaped at the top of your list. Inside the kit, we have the Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer that's built with advanced skin safe technology. This means that you can confidently trim the tree, if you know what I mean without breaking any bulbs or cutting any wires. You know what I mean. And here's a stocking stuffer for you. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant by Manscaped is exactly what it sounds like. Anti-chafing, clear, dry moisturizer to keep your sack of presents nice and cool throughout the day. And if you need a little midday refresh, be sure to get the Crop Reviver. It's a ball toner spray. All of Manscaped's products are aluminum-free, cruelty-free, dye-free, paraben-free, and they're vegan. That puts them on the nice list for me, for sure. New to this collection is the Weed Whacker Nose Ear and Hair Trimmer, because no girl wants to look up and see all of those gross nose hairs when you're under that mistletoe. The Weed Whacker has 360 degrees rotary blades that the same skin-safe technology from the trimmer. So it helps prevent tugging and tears. So if you've been extra good this year, make sure you ask Santa for the performance package by Manscaped so you can confidently get a little bit naughty. And in the holiday spirit, if you buy today, you'll also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs. That's right. Two free gifts. Who doesn't like that? And for a limited time, get 25% off the biggest sale of the year at Manscaped. When you visit manscaped.com forward slash Ashley, that's manscaped.com forward slash A-S-H-L-E-Y for 25% off and free international shipping. Your naughty little elf will thank you. You know, it, those of you who are dealing with critics, this is just some advice that I want to give you is that if, if it's, if it's friends, if it's family, um, what I can recommend is that you, you have to understand first that this is your goal and the changes that you have decided to make, or maybe it's business. It doesn't matter. This is applicable in so many different, uh, facets in your life. 
it, this isn't, this isn't a goal of your moms. This isn't a goal of your brothers, your, you know, your sister, your friends, whoever it may be. This is a goal and a decision that you have made. You don't need validation from anybody to go on that path and, and, and start that journey. Um, if these people are in your life, you have to create that distance and you have to set boundaries. You need to make it very clear and they have to understand that they, they may not, uh, they may not understand why you're doing this, but you just have to tell them that this is something that you're embarking on and something that you really need to do. Um, so create that distance and create the boundaries. And I understand that the journey at times can be extremely lonely. It can be lonely and you'll lose friends along the way. Unfortunately, that is just the, that is the honest truth. You guys are wanting to make any big moves in your life, move up, uh, make changes. You're going to lose friends. Yeah. With that being said though, too, the flip side of that is, you know, you might temporarily lose that friend creating that distance, but then you might be that example setter, that leader that they needed yeah. in their life. Absolutely. That that you are now mm -hmm. changing their life. Right. Which, you know, you don't have to be somebody famous on an, you know, any kind of platform. Yeah. You know, just fr just good friends with each other. Mm -hmm. Um so it's not like it's not like severing a relationship because all of a sudden yeah. I'm doing like a this new diet, this new workout routine, but it is recognizing people who are negative in your life, having that negative energy around you and knowing to distance yourself from that temporarily. Yeah. Well, and I too, I think also in the beginning when you're starting out, you're very vulnerable because you're, yeah. you're new and you don't have a whole lot of confidence going not, into something. I would say maybe, maybe not, even, maybe not the beginning portion. Cause mm -hmm. normally you have so much, um, enthusiasm, oh, so yeah, much true. like confidence, so much like towards it, but that, just motivation. Yeah. Motivation. Um, but moving into that third, fourth week, which we've seen mm -hmm. and with some of the challenges too, that's where people start to lose that mm -hmm. motivation. That's when people become very mm -hmm. vulnerable to those naysayers, to those negative yeah. energy people. I, I think too, though, like you're starting out and, um, you know, as you go on and, and you know, you do gain more confidence and more clarity in your direction and the people that you've had to kind of, you know, like Blue was saying, you don't have to completely sever that, but you just have to create that distance. And, and as you continue on in your journey and you get further along in your path, you can bring those people back into your life. And oftentimes, just like what he was saying, they typically kind of come back knocking, being like, oh, okay. Like, like she's for real. Like she's yeah. doing it. Yeah. She's doing it. And, um, you know, it, the other thing is you starting out and, and the critics and they can be so loud and they can definitely deter you from the path that you have began to forge. But, uh, I, I, I think that there's this misconception that if you can just hit a certain level of success, the critics will silent. Yeah. Or if you could just, <laughs> Uh, you know, reach a certain goal, lose the the certain amount of weight, or put on this muscle, or you know, that the critics will will start to silence themselves, and that's that's pretty false as false can that's, get. That is so false. Mm -hmm. No matter where you are in life, there's always going to be somebody. Right. I think they just kind of like get a little bit louder, actually, because people, you know, 
people don't like to see people winning. And if you're that type of person, or if you have people in your life that are constantly giving you a hard time for your wins, those are the people that you literally need to just get out of your life. Yeah. You need, you need to, it's just not good for you. No, it's wasted energy. It's wasted energy. And, um, so that's really what I wanted to, to come on here and, and, and just talk about is that, you know, the critics, the critics are everywhere and don't, don't waste just what blue was saying. Don't waste your good energy on the bad energy that you're getting from other people. Like get, get like don't even pay any attention to the critics. Uh did you have critics whenever you kind of started like you're like you know you're from a small town and you had some big goals and aspirations and you know you're kind yeah. of like that small town boy who nobody grew up and moved out and you know mm. you're the only one in your family I think too that left town. Yeah, I am. What about uh, did your family criticize you at all in the beginning when no, God bless my mother. She um, <laughs> supported me all the way through. <laughs> but, she probably um, said some uh, yeah. some deep, heavy prayers to oh, God. She was she was definitely praying all the time for me. Um, you know, it, it, it. I would say I learned. I, I wouldn't say. I guess I didn't. I didn't consciously know what I was doing then. Um, but I distanced myself from everybody very quickly. Mm. Um, I was a guy who was always in the gym when I was from when I was 15 years old. I was doing two days in the gym, waking up before school, working out, going after school, working out, and then you know hitting practice and everything. Were you doing and, uh, football? Football. Uh, that was more. I think that was more so during like the winter time. Mm. Um, but there was. I just. I love the gym, and I, I. That's what set me apart from other people, and I was okay with being when by myself. When you were myself. in high school and doing the two days. Did you did you think that you were like big, bad, and buff? Because oh, yeah, I've I seen photos when you're like a little string bean. Super scrawny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand that. Hey, mm. you know, working out twice a, twice a day means you have to eat twice as much. Mm. I thought mm -hmm. if I just kept going to the gym, eventually I would get big muscles. <laughs> Does, doesn't work out like that. I missed the whole diet piece completely. But um, no, yeah, just I did guess. You have, I, did you have the critics though? I definitely had critics. I definitely mm -hmm. had people tell me that you know that's dumb. Why are you doing that? You're wasting your time. You're going to fail. Um, it, I mean, it, it can really hurt though. I under, this is what I, I, I wanted to get on here and, and talk to you guys, especially we're approaching the holidays and it's going to be really easy to just kind of like give up on, on what you guys have been working so hard for. Don't, don't give up. And yeah. in fact, use the critics. We talk about taking that, that bad energy and turning it into good energy. Use the voices of the critics as motivation oh, that's to prove them wrong. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Mm. I mean, that was that was fuel to my fire, mm -hmm. and that's it's because so it can really hurt sometimes. It can, and that that's it's good if you can channel that. Yeah, it's some of the best fuel. Powerful. You, it's very powerful. I'm not saying you should use that fuel, but like all the time because I'm probably I think you should form Dude. a like a pretty mm. pretty negative personality on some some things. But mm -hmm. I think when when time when when the opportunity shows itself mm -hmm. to use it, use it and use it to its full capacity because it is some powerful, very powerful energy. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, um, I'm thinking about some of the big pivotal moments in my career. I mean, fitness, even, fitness even, and re business. even relationships, mm -hmm. like I remember like relationships, you know, you get out of a relationship or something and it was just like, 
right there is energy. People are talking crap about. Oh, they're like, oh, I knew it wasn't going to yeah, work. Yeah, just whatever it is about yeah. a relationship. Like some of some of the best workouts I've ever had was after like. After we'd get in a fight. No, not between us. This <laughs> oh. Like younger. Oh, you're younger blue. high school girlfriends. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's just like that. Just to try and put that energy in a different light. You know, yeah. everybody feels that, but mm-hmm. it's like. How do you channel it mm-hmm. into something good? Mm-hmm. And for us, we both have experienced that in the weight room uh-huh. with the iron. Yeah. Like that emotional, that just like that response and that energy yep. from negative people telling us we can't do it mm-hmm. and us being in the gym and just getting after it. So a recap, the critics are always going to be there. Learn how to distance yourself and set boundaries yeah. from the critics who are in your life. Yep. And when you do that, it also allows new opportunities for other people that are kind of going down a similar path to come into your life and uh, to just, you know, create that, um, I don't know, you know, just just the drive that you guys have together that are like-minded because it's the saying, I'm sure you have, have heard it, you're the sum of the five people that you hang around. So, yeah. Um, push the critics away. If, if it's on social media or if it's hearsay and it's talk, silence it. Don't pay it any attention. Uh, don't give it any of your energy and use, use that and the critics as, uh, as just power and motivation. Fuel. fuel. Yeah. To, to get you closer to your, to your goals. Um, the journey that you're on is in fact going to be lonely at times. You have to accept that. You have to know that it, that it's going to be lonely. You're going to lose people. New people and opportunities are going to come into your life. Mm-hmm. And um, just just know that like it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter like how successful you become or how many goals you hit. There's always going to be critics, always going to be critics. So you have to, you have to be prepared and just learn to, to combat that. So I want to um, close it. This is my, I don't have I've never had like a favorite poem or or anything, but there was a time probably like four years ago or so that I I had so many, many critics. Um, I tried to do something and I failed at it. And then man, people just love, love to eat that out up, especially whenever it's on social media and all these like keyboard ninjas and stuff. And, and I want to, yeah, keyboard ninjas, (laughs) keyboard warriors. So I want to read this, um, this was a speech. Uh, this is the most powerful speech that I think that I have ever read. Um, and it means so much to me. And I, and if you haven't heard this before, uh, the title is the man in the arena and it's by Theodore Roosevelt. Um, it was in, when was that? It was like 19, 1920s or something. Um, uh, 1910. That's what it was. Okay, this is, the, this is the speech. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, 
the great devotions who spins himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I want to leave that with you guys. It's extremely powerful. If you wanted to look it up, it's The Man in the Arena uh, by Theodore Roosevelt. Um, and that was a speech that he gave uh, in France on the 23rd of April in 1910. So um, any yeah. last closing words? Yeah, if you want to just sum up everything we just talked about. Yeah, right so there. powerful. Right there, a very powerful speech by him. All right, guys, that's all I got. Go out there, silence the critics, use them as power and motivation, and go freaking crush your week. Yep. Prove them wrong and keep going. Go do it. Let's Peace do out, it. guys. Later. Mm-hmm.